Welcome to the podcast. Brad Davis here, your host in creating the most successful version of you. I'm a WA-based personal trainer, gym owner, business coach, and entrepreneur. My intentions for this podcast in creating the most successful version of you is to meet up with people who are creating success in their own life, whatever that means to them. Today's episode on The Man Dan or Superman Dan, one of our amazing staff members at Team BDPT, probably one of the most technically advanced personal trainers and coaches I've ever met or spoken to, so super privileged to have him in Team BDPT and even better on the podcast today so we can chat to him. Dan the Man has a really unique, really special story about growing up and and being born in Malaysia and growing up and and basically having a dream job and then something getting in the way and, and just persevering, moving forward in life. Such a great guy, doesn't speak a lot of words, but when he does, you want to listen up, so enjoy. G'day guys, welcome back to the podcast. Brad here with you, your host, with one of my PTs, one of our staff members, Dan. Dano, how are you today, brother? I'm good, I'm good. Been awake for a while, but I'm pretty good. What time you start this morning, bro? Uh, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. That's yeah. pretty normal for you now, isn't it? Yeah, that's a regular now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, silent Assassin Dan, I'm, I'm really pumped up to have Dan on the podcast today. He's got a mint story behind him, but he's a real he's a real different personal trainer, different to the ones you'll see in, in the gym that you're potentially training at. So I'm really pumped up to have Dano on the podcast today. Dano, we'll get into your story in a little bit, brother, and we can, we can speak about more what you do. Uh, but let's jump straight in. My favorite question, uh, what does success mean to you? Obviously, the podcast is you know, around people and, and their success, whatever success means to them. And, and it's one of my favorite words because it does have so many different meanings. So, brother, the word success, what does that exactly mean to you? Doing something meaningful every day. Yeah. Having a reason to wake up. Um, having a, like not having, Knowing that you have to go to sleep. You have to go to sleep every night and that you've got something to do in the morning. Um, I feel like like there's a lot of just missing, you know, something to do. Yeah. So like sometimes like simple shit. Some people want like just farming is good. I remember when I was younger, just like I lived on a farm, but that was great. I was happy. I didn't have anything. I didn't have a phone or anything, but I was happy doing that. But um, yeah, just something meaningful, meaningful to do every day. Yeah, that's that's, that's great. Yeah. So in in that sense, would you say being a, a coach or a personal trainer is, is success oh, yeah. for you? Because that's that's giving you a meaning every day, isn't it? Oh yeah, like gives me a meaning to wake up every morning, like really fucking early. But <laughs> still, yeah, there we that's go. life of a PT. <laughs> hey, and then we have this midday break when when no one wants to train and then yeah. we're back into it in the hour like yeah. three four yeah classic split shift and all the other pts listening to this are kind of like oh yeah we know exactly what he's talking about mm-hmm. oh that's cool man i love that meaning brother in this part i like to kind of at the start i like to get deep into your story so you were mentioning you lived on a farm yep. now i've got a feeling this is going to be a mint story because i know bits and pieces myself because you're obviously one of the coaches on team better pt i've spoken to you but I'm pumped up for the listeners to hear your story. So, bro, let's start at the beginning. Okay, so I was born in this little town in Malaysia. I'm not going to bother naming the name because you can't even find it in Google Maps anymore. <laughs> what is what is the name? Uh, Saratok. So anyone who wants to try to find that, um, <laughs> S-A-R-A-T-O-K. Wow. Yeah. So if you want to find it, I'm uh, pretty sure last time I tried to find it, it was just like pixelated green. <laughs> so, yeah, try it if you want. I don't know if it's there still. Cool. Um, so... I was born to both parents are not from there. My dad is actually from Spain. Wow. Um, Mum, she was born there, but her parents were not from there. 
um, his mother's Chinese and he her dad is from the Middle East. Good mix. Yeah, so yeah, big mix. I wasn't sure what to call myself when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Over there, they, I was white. Over here, um, I've just put down Asian on the thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, not sure. Whatever you, whatever you want. But um, yeah, I grew up, so like I said, I grew up in a little farm. Um, it was just... Cow, cows and chicken were a big thing. Um, we had a lot of chickens. Um, just yeah, a lot of eggs for protein. Of, yeah, a lot yeah. of eggs. Yeah, we didn't have a problem. Yeah, that's another thing I missed about being over there. It's just eggs. Like you could get like sixty eggs for like oh, sixty cents. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's one great thing. Never had yeah. a protein over there. Um, yeah, so grew up there. Had to move because dad's work. He dad moved a lot. Like he started out in Spain. He had to move to Germany. Moved all around Europe, and then he wow. ended up in Malaysia. Met mum. And then work took him to Australia, and now I'm here. So what did your What did your father do for work? Oh, uh, so he did a lot of sh- shit. So, like when he was in Spain, he was like painting cars when he was younger. Yeah. Um. Then he was like started fixing cars, started becoming a mechanic. Yeah. And then he got more qualifications. He became a linesman. He started building power lines in Malaysia. That's right. where I met my mum. Yeah. And then they needed obviously they need to build power lines out. Um, in the bush in Australia here. Yeah. So he got transferred over here by the company, and now I'm here. Wow. Uh, so that's welcome to Australia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Moved here when I was seven, so yeah, I don't have an accent anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely Australian. <laughs> yeah. Especially hanging out with us in the gym is oh, definitely yeah. very Australian. <laughs> cool, bro. And then okay, so you got, and then that's you kind of the starting. You got to Australia when you were seven years of age. What what happened from there? Um, so basically just, uh, school, school enjoyed, enjoyed, I enjoyed going to school. I like being, I liked the, just the setting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just great. I, I thought that was a sort of my path, like just go to school, go to uni. Um, I mean, I am in uni now, but just, it was, wasn't for what I wasn't what I was planning to do. Like, um, I wanted to go and I wanted to be a surgeon actually. Wow. Yes. But, um, some, something something happened. Um, my dad has a condition where his hands shake. I have that too, unfortunately. So I was like, oh, there's no way that's going to happen. Probably one, yeah. of the, one of the more important things you need to have a yeah, steady, steady hand. hand. <laughs> yeah. It started, it happened to me around 60, about 15, 16. And my hands just started, they just started having tremors. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> yeah. I like you, bro, but I'm not sure I want you to be uh, cutting me open with shaky hands. That's yeah, sure. no. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was that. And then I was like, oh shit, I have to do, I have to do something else. I have to do something else. Um, I got into fitness. Yeah. Um, I got, I just enjoyed, joined training, go, joined going to the gym. Fortunately, I wasn't really well informed because the first exercise I ever did was a bicep curl. Yeah. <laughs> Very first yeah, thing I did. <laughs> Very first thing. Um, yeah, it, the, I just enjoyed that. Um, did it for, did it for a while fucked around a bit with it I didn't really I wasn't consistent with it I still made progress but not as good as it could have been Mm. Um, then I did uh, decided you know what I can't go through school so I dropped out around uh, year 12 I was like I can't do this Um, it's not for me so I dropped out did a PT course Um, past that I couldn't um, after that I couldn't really find a job I think that was a good thing that I couldn't find one because I don't knowledge wise I don't think I was ready to be a PT yet Mm. at that point Um, it wasn't until two years later where I found Brad yeah yeah Yeah. so I think that was I think that was I was better off that that happened because um, I don't think like right afterwards I don't think I was ready yet so 
It's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And and here we are now. So I I remember you training when you were talking about training. Um, it was over at Body Appeal Gym, the first gym I worked at in Mandarin. Started building a team. Um, and you were always there, bro. You were very consistent with your training. You were always lifting stupid fucking heavy weights as well. Yeah. Uh, my back started hurting just when I was watching you do those reps. So, <laughs> yeah. um, brother, what are you lifting now? Let's get into that. What are you benching? Uh, uh, for one rep, 160. 160. What are you squatting? 220. 220. What's your deadlift at? 265. <laughs> What's your goal for a deadlift this year? Uh, hopefully... 273 so that's around 600 pounds <laughs> holy shit yeah <laughs> he's strong i remember when we were moving the gym around um at, at basement uh at, down there at dower street <laughs> we had this squat rack and it was in the wrong corner there was a bulkhead above it and you couldn't anyway so we needed to move it so we were kind of there was four of us on the sides like how the hell do you move this thing Dano just turns the j bars upside down gets it on like a farmer carry and yeah. just lifts <laughs> this thing up and moves it to the side and we're kind of like, oh yeah, cool, that'll do, that'll work. <laughs> so he yeah. a weapon. He needs, uh, is that XL trackies as well that you need to fit your quads um, into? These are extra, extra large trackies, <laughs> yes. And um, they're still like, let's face it, the seams are working hard. Yeah, they are. They are, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. And since you started, it was my old man actually, he came to the Christmas party last year, uh, two years ago, and then the Christmas party last year, and actually pulled me up, and he's like, is that Dan? Yeah. And I said, yeah, he's, he likes his food, and he's lifting heavy weights, and he said, he's massive, he's huge. <laughs> so you've done well over, uh, I reckon, especially the last 12 months, you've really got into your calorie counting and stuff, haven't you, and really oh, excelled, yeah. yeah. Uh, that and just the training, mainly because beforehand, um, I was just really just trying to, I was really trying to get lean, yeah. just, I don't know why. It was just a thing everyone, in my head. Everyone wants to get lean, don't they? Yeah, get it, was lean, like, yeah. it was just a thing in my head, like, yeah. let's get shredded, let's yeah, get yeah, shredded. Yeah, yeah. Which I did, but I was like, you know what? This isn't fun. Um, <laughs> it's this not really enjoyable. This is not fun. Nah. Um, let's uh, start eating again, and let's start lifting more again. Let's yeah. start eating 4,000 calories a day oh, again. Oh, fuck yeah. What are you eating that? now? Uh, well, what right, were you eating at your, at your kind of... Because you're starting to lean up now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm starting to lean up now, so... What were you eating at your... At, at your the most? Oof, so... I think it was about four and a half thousand. Oh man, that is just solid. That is, yeah. and you're doing a carb cycle as well. Yeah, like carb, a cycle, carb yeah. cycle. Yeah, yeah. That's very solid. Um, if you don't know how much food that is, instead of Dan running through his daily diet, just Google it. Just Google like a, a four and a half thousand uh, calorie day, just to get an idea of what the guy was yeah, eating. Like mostly whole foods, so it wasn't like junk. I'll yeah, tell you that. that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of food. Yeah. Dedication. Um, mate, and, and just on that, because you've came from that background that you were training yourself and you know, you're very, you I call you the silent assassin cause you don't say a lot and mm. you don't say a lot, but there's a lot of knowledge. Like the power comes within, like he doesn't have to speak his power. He doesn't have to tell us how good he is. The power comes from within and his clients are getting results and he's obviously getting results. Um, but he's, you know, he's gone off and, and learning and getting educated at university as well for further studies. But, um, your clients absolutely love you. They yeah. absolutely love you. And uh, where do you think that motivation comes from to continuously better yourself? Um, mainly, was, I think it sort of just came from the realization that like, I don't know shit. Um, like, really. <laughs> I better start learning. Yeah. Because <laughs> let's face it, the Cert 3 and 4, and I, I might get in trouble for this, so I have no idea, but the Cert 3 and 4 in the fitness industry, like once they tap you on the ass and say, congratulations, you've passed, good luck. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's that's why I say it's a good thing that I didn't become yeah. a personal trainer right away yeah. after getting that. Um, definitely needed more education. Um, the two years after that, I mostly was self-educated. Mm. I didn't really figure it out until probably just before um, I started training with Brad, um, training under Brad. So yeah, um, yeah, always just always be willing to learn. 
like big big thing um just always be willing to learn another thing this might sound depending on how you take it it might sound a little fucked up but um <laughs> when when you go into anything um don't have higher expectations but always expect excellence out of yourself so i like, like it like a trade like a simple example is just training right so don't expect yourself to be like squatting 200 kgs like in a year don't expect that but always try to like perfect your form perfect your technique things like that always expect excellence out of every single session that you do that's an easy example i love that it's really good and you're kind of like being the silent assassin as well as people just being in pain on the floor and you've just got next to zero emotion on your face and you're like just do it just get it done yeah you're you're also uh and i can safely say you're one of the most technically advanced in the team if not the most technically advanced and and i feel it might be due to that mindset yeah um yeah it's just that yeah just the willingness to learn just and that and i've always been curious about things um probably not the best thing in certain situations I'm just being too curious. Like I find myself in weird parts of the internet. Uh, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, just don't don't go on my Google history. Don't don't do it. Yeah. And that's probably the tip of the day. Don't look at Dan's Google history. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that is gold. Uh, brother, great. University, what are you studying at uni? Dietetics and exercise physiology. Awesome, man. And yeah. you know, your clients are paying um, for a service at the moment at BDPT Basement Gym um, for your coaching services, which is, you know, the one of the best in manager, I can safely say that. Um, but mate, you're giving them so much more because you're continuously studying and bettering yourself, which is, you know, my my version of success is to always just better yourself, just be better today than you were yesterday. And I feel like they kind of marry into each other quite well and Mate, your clients are just, they're, they're loving you because you give them so much content and so much valuable intel um, that they're getting a, a great amount of information and, and knowledge and education and, and sessions for their dollar, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they do they do quite enjoy it. I think that's one big thing, like how I've like, managed to keep them for so yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> your attention is, is uh, top of the team as well, yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, I think a big thing is um, like I plan, I, when it comes to like, so a simple, just one aspect of it, but like programming, for example, it's not just like, oh, like here's a four or six week program. Like the shortest amount I might give is eight weeks and it's just eight weeks, just continual. Like I plan out two months for them yeah. straight up. Yeah. And then like, if they'd done that, like here's another three months, yeah. like worth of stuff. Like I have this planned out for you. Like you ha- you do this, like I care about where you want to go, like what your goals are in this. Like here's the plan. If you do this, you will get there. Um, so that's sort of, um, I think that's why I, I hope so. I think that's why they're staying. Um, yeah. And, and they just love you. Like you come across as, as you don't have an ego on you. You don't want to be better than anyone else. You just want to give them the best service possible. And you'd like to enjoy the journey with them, which is, which fits into, you know, BDPT's vision of enjoying the journey. But mate, they love you because of, but just because of your personality, you're just so easy to get along with, man. Um, just touching on your spreadsheets, actually. Yes. I've seen your your programs in your spreadsheets. Now, just to paint a picture in the in the listeners' eyes and minds, imagine like the best spreadsheet you've ever seen, and then pump it full of steroids for twelve weeks. That's what Dan's spreadsheets look like. Yeah. So <laughs> they, these things are insane. They are insane. Yeah. One thing at school, I did um, uh, IT at school, so that that helped with that right okay that definitely fucking helped with that yeah so, yeah so that that was the one thing that really helped me out there they yeah. are freaking crazy and i know myself included and another couple of the coaches inside bdpt have actually gone to dan for 
you know, for his programs and um, just just a little bit of a, um, you know, something to excite you guys over. The, the, some of his programs, some of Dan's programs could be coming online very soon. So if you're interested, make sure you let us know. Um, but yeah, there's something exciting coming to the team very soon. Brother, in terms of your story, what's, what's some of the turning points along the way? What's something that really kind of carved out yourself now as a person or really carved out what you wanted to do in the future? Obviously, the, the shaky hands oh, yeah, a bit shaky, of a turning, yeah. turning point. Yeah, definitely the shaky hands <laughs> yeah. was a turning point. It's like, oh, fuck, I can't do this. There goes that. Yeah, yeah there goes that plan. Yeah. Um, but no, so that was one, like, I just had to adapt. Sure. It was like, oh, shit, this is, here's what I really wanted to do, like, but that's not going to happen. This is the card I've been dealt, so let's figure it out. I'll admit I didn't, like, adapt straight away. <laughs> there was, um, uh, I did, uh, I went, instead of, like, focusing on school, just, uh, let's go, let's go, I don't have to study, let's go out partying. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so it wasn't, like, an instant, oh, yeah, let's get into fitness. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm human, shit happens. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. We've, yeah. All, we've all done that. We've yeah. all done that. And then, like, later on, I think it was, like, a little bit later, um, I had my my mum, she, uh, she had a stillborn, um, my little brother. So that happened. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's how fucking short life can be. Let's yeah. not fuck up here. But and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so. I call it sobering when that happens. Like, it doesn't matter what state you're in. It, it just stops you in your tracks, and you just yeah. really kind of think about shit a little bit differently, hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. A couple of massive turning points there. Um, bro, this might even marry into that last question, but resistance along the way, the reason why I like bringing this stuff up is, is life happens to everyone. Mm. You cannot go through life or a journey or your career without shit coming up against you. Mm -hmm. So I like to talk about resistance and then how you overcome it. So brother, again, it might marry into our last question, but the resistance that you face along the way and what you've done to overcome that. Um, so mainly that was, so that situation that I explained before, yeah. like just, there, I think if that situation didn't happen, like later on, um, maybe um, I might be parting. I'd like to think that I had the willpower to keep going um, and fix myself without that happening. But that happened, and um, I pretty much hit the ground running and just turned, turned my life away from where it could be right now. So there was that. And a big one is um, just as far as outside of that little sad story. Um, <sighs> Just um, like lack of knowledge was my biggest resistance with a lot of things. Um, just not knowing anything. Like this, like Brad talked about the spreadsheets. If I tried, like I knew how to do the spreadsheets, but the thing is, I didn't know how to do like programming. I didn't know what the fundamentals were. I didn't know anything like that. Um, it was just lift heavy, bro. That, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm learning so much here. <laughs> uh, so there was that. Um, uh, so yeah, it was just th that was one outside of that side of the sob story. It was just the lack of knowledge that was biggest resistance with most things. Just I'd, like I didn't know like what to do. Um, like to make it simple, probably like a fitness journey, like through like I can deadlift 260 now but there was a point where I couldn't get past 200 sure yeah so it was just figuring out um it was just figuring out like okay so what are the strategies here what am I doing wrong and right okay like let's look why is programming so important and you go you keep going in and you're like oh okay so there are all these variables and I'm just thinking lift heavier <laughs> yeah so that's one basic the, obviously there's more to it but um yeah and that's a very shallow example but yeah 
that ability to take a step back and just assess the situation, it's actually an art form. So think about it, if we were gonna put that into any other aspect in our life, when we come against resistance or when we hit a glass ceiling, just some people act out on emotion, like they might initially feel a certain emotion, either anger, um, sadness, they might be upset or whatever the case may be, and they might act out on that emotion. But what, from what I'm hearing from you, Dano, you've got the ability to take a step back, assess the situation, figure out what you need to do to be proactive and move forward in that circumstance. Like how powerful is that compared to just spitting the dummy at 200 kilos and being like, oh, you know, fuck this, I can't do that, fucking yeah. stupid, and blaming your knees or blaming your back or blaming anything. Instead of pointing the finger at anyone else mm. or anything else, Dano pointed the finger at himself and said, okay, what can I do about this? So I believe that circumstance, that speaks volumes of the person that you are. And I believe that there's a massive gold nugget that other people can take away from that. So that's awesome, man. Uh, tips for listeners. We, we've dropped a couple of gold nuggets already, but if we were going to summarize or give them like another tip for listeners um, about anything, bro, about coming up against resistance, about, um, you know, if they want to be a surgeon and they have shaky hands, what do you about it? <laughs> Don't do it. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tips for listeners. Um, the biggest one is just probably humble yourself to every single po- opportunity that comes to you. Yeah. Like, no matter how little you think, like literally thinks it is, or it's like, oh no, it's not gonna make. I'm not gonna make anything out of that. Just take it. Like, like with Brad's thing, it was just like a comment that I put in. I didn't know that was gonna go anywhere, um, but now here, here I am. So yeah, Fifth, uh, almost sixty weeks down the track as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he's got his master trainer badge, and he's he's been one of the well, no, he's been the strongest performer. Um, as a coach at BDPT for for a long time, so um, there you go. Just from that comment, you've you've stemmed a fitness career. Um, I was just talking to Dano before this as well. Between twenty and thirty percent of personal trainers that get qualified and get into a gym, only between twenty and thirty percent make it past twelve months. Mm. So he's smashed industry standards. He's he's you know creating a, a financial kind of you know positive situation for himself as well. He's getting paid well, which is important. In this day and age, because we, you know, you can't pay the electricity man with with hugs and kisses. <laughs> you know, it may may work for some people, but not for us. So you do need money to live. So, yep. mate, you've you've carved yourself a successful fitness career in a in a challenging and flooded industry. Mm. So, mate, I, I think that again speaks volumes um, of yourself, brother. So, uh, great tip, man. Great tip. Your message. Uh, so, it, again, it could marry into the tips. But if there's something different that you feel you could uh, explain and educate to the listeners. Probably, it probably comes back to the meaning of success. Um, do something mean, meaningful to you um, every day. Yeah. Um, if you're not like happy with whatever you're doing, um, just you know, and, and, and like the price to pay for it. Like I'm not talking about money here. Like if you're doing something um, that's say like a job, right? If you're doing something that's like making you depressed, stressed, but you're earning money. If the price you have to pay for that is depression, it's probably not worth it. Yeah, well said, bro. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So yeah, do something meaningful. If it's not worth the price you're paying, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. summarized to perfection. Yeah. Future endeavors. You've got a kick-ass little per, uh, personal training business inside BDPT. Um, you're well known in, in the gym. You're well loved in the gym. You're doing university. What What is this all for? Have you got like an end result or what are your future endeavors? So, my my main reason to be um, going to uni. So, I, but one thing too, I didn't get into uni because I was like, oh, a smart kid. I have money. 
I have money. So that's like anyone who goes, oh, I got into UWA. It's like no, you have they have money. Like, <laughs> you don't you don't need to be that smart to get in. Um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, thanks to Brad for that one for the money too. By the way. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, so mainly because like the if like PTs will know this, but the fitness industry is a little bloated. A little bit too bloated. Um, that's that's uh, that's you know the, the um, not sugar coated form. Yeah. Yes, it needs a <laughs> needs a massive detox at yeah. the moment. Like if anything needs a detox, it's the fitness industry. Um, it's just there's a lot of misinformation. Um, I, I find it out, especially with new clients. They'll ask me all these things, and I'm just like, no, it all just comes down to this, and it makes it super super. Like I just boil it down to some some things that are really simple. Like supplements for one, they'll ask me, "Do I need this? Do I need this?" It's like, no, you don't need any of those. Like, you need to eat right. You just need to eat before you invest in any form of supplementation. Yeah, you just need to get the food in. It's yeah. like, let me see what you eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's not conducive to anything. Right <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we boil it down to like, um, oh, like the big one is like just how a workout goes. It's like, do you, do you need to be drenched in sweat every single time? No, if you're just signing up with a PT. The first sessions are just teaching you how to move properly. Yeah, yeah. Like and preparing your body, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just things like that, like actually teaching you. Um, there's a. I feel like there's a lot of misinformation about um, just nutrition and exercise in general, and I just want to like try and shed all. Like my goal is to try and like shed a light on that on as many people as I can. That's huge. That is yeah. powerful. That's really powerful, man. I love that. So, brother. I guess coming to the end of the podcast now, something another one of my favorite segments is something that's that's massively helped you out. It could be like someone who inspires you, it could be a person, it could be a quote, it could be something that's happened in your life. What's one thing that's really, you know, helped you out, fueled your fire, all that stuff? Mm. Um, now probably the incident um, with my uh, little brother, um, how he was just born stillborn. Um, that one just. That was a really massive kick up the ass. Uh, I was just like, oh, okay, that's that's life. Yeah. That is life right yeah. there. Um, I just, yeah, just like in the stomach, he was alive and now he's like gone. It was like, okay, cool. So what I, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. um, that you, was a big one. Yeah. yeah. You've actually got a got an opportunity here. Yeah. So, so what are you going to do with it? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, like he, my little brother didn't get a chance. Mm. I'm like, I'm wasting mine right now. So mm. I was like, okay, cool. Mm. Got to do something, yeah. Again, that's super powerful. Really, really powerful. Um, brother, polishing off a, a really good podcast. If any, if anyone has any questions out there, and I, I could sit here and talk to Dan all day. I just love his story. I love the stuff that comes out of his mouth. It's probably, you know, we've probably doubled the words that he usually says in a day in this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> depending how many sessions he has. But when he talks, he's one of those guys that you want to open your ears as far as you possibly can and, and get that info in. So um, any questions, guys, flick them through. Um, how do people reach you on uh, social media, bro? Uh, best one would be my Instagram at the moment. So that's my business Instagram, not my personal one, because I barely even look at that. Um, that's at Strength Monger Training. Um, so just to find it, it'll be a logo of a cartoon character going like just getting really mad and barbells in the background. <laughs> and yeah, and if not you, when you see it, <laughs> if you can't find it, guys, you know, uh, reach out to us and we can definitely yeah. guide you. 
towards that. Cool as, bro. Uh, mate, the last last piece of info you want to finish with, so it could be a message, it could be, you know, recapping on something we didn't, we didn't polish on enough. What's one last little bit of info or intel that you want to educate the listeners on? Squat. Squat to proper depth, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's a big one. Or go to a coach that can help with your mobility yeah. so you can get down low enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so... So what was the question again? I forgot Mate, just the last last little bit of info. We might not have covered something. We might not have polished off on it, or just another another piece of information that you wanna you wanna share with people. Um. Oh, if anyone does need anything to do with um, programming, because I am trying to, I do want to take a few more PT sessions, but ideally, I just try to help people outside of that and help them with um, a programming service. So like Brad was saying, how he wanted to. Um, put some of my programs on the site um i do want to start providing a service where it's just programming so you get everything that um i give my personal training clients but besides the personal training session um like it's to do with nutrition and stuff like that that's ideally the path that i want to go so if anyone like if you're kind of stuck in the gym you do need some help um you're not sure like you know or you like your progress has kind of stopped and you kind of need help i'll yeah i can help you out there yeah. And guys, and it's not a biased, uh, you know, piece of information because Dan's obviously on Team Better PT. This guy is top of the waza. I've trained with some awesome personal trainers. When I was coaching back in the day, I used to hear about a good personal trainer, whether it be in Perth or down south of Bunbury. I used to go and have sessions with them. I didn't tell them I was a personal trainer. I just liked to go and learn off them and see what they did right, see what they did wrong, and, and that helped me become a, a better PT. Dano is by far the best, most technically advanced in the gym with, with body movements and, and just with his own goals as well. And then with programming, it's just a whole different ballpark, whole different level. So guys... Honestly, with, with what Dan just said, I would definitely reach out. Brother, let, let's just have a little pitch here. If two people were to comment on this, mm-hmm. right, and you were to do two people's programming, let's just say four, six, eight-week program, two people, right? Let's do a competition. So yeah. Dano is going to write you guys. Dan, I hope this is okay, by the way. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> two people, the first two people that contact us, either myself or Dan, first two people are going to get... I don't, whatever Dan wants to do, six or eight week programs for free. He will sit in, have a consultation with you, set your goals, see how your body moves, program according, yep. yeah, and then usually valued at whatever it's valued at, a couple hundred dollars at least is is Dan's going to go above and beyond whatever it's valued at anyway because he is just top of the game, tippy top shelf. So guys, there you go, two people comment, get in contact with us, six eight week programming, rip in. There's a little competition. All right, brother, we're done. Thank you very much for coming in, Dano. Guys, if you have any questions, reach out to my social media, reach out to Dan's social media, and we'll be more than happy to help. High five, brother. Boom, thanks for coming in. So there you have it, Dan's special, unique, very unique story about how he's got from A to B. Uh, and I think, you know, the power of continuing your education and just being really passionate and applying yourself to anything you do, I think there's lessons that can be taken from that for everyone in, in all facets of your life and in any any career that you choose to take on. Guys, if you have any questions at all, I please urge you to contact me on Instagram, Brad Davis PT, one word, or my Facebook, Brad Davis Personal Trainer. Uh, I can relay it to Dan if you have any questions for him. Hope you enjoyed, and guys, remember, stay successful.